0: What's good, Wizards fans, and happy MLK day. The Washington Wizards were that team, as Kyle Kuzma said, don't be that team. But they ended up being that team, losing to the Detroit Pistons at home. Let's talk about it.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: So I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus or $150 in bonus bets. Guarantee when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash On to get started. The Washington Wizards lose to the D- Detroit Pistons at home on MLK Day, 129-117. The uh, Pistons were without Big Bogdanovich. They were without... Cade Cunningham. They also were on a seven-game losing streak. They were on an eight-game row losing streak. This was the Pistons' first win in D.C. since 2014 as well. Um, so a lot of bad things, a lot of bad records or streaks were uh, ended by the Washington Wizards losing to the Pistons at home. Now, the only good streak of this weekend, of course, is the Cowboys getting blown out. So some people <laughs> comment about that yesterday. Didn't get a chance to respond, but that is always awesome. But on the Wizards' end, a uh, rough loss to the Detroit Pistons. So what did you see that contributed to the Wizards' loss tonight.
2: Oh, man, it's always fun <laughs> watching the Cowgirls lose, man. But uh, getting back to the, the Wiz and the Pistons, man, where do I start with this one? Lord have mercy. I mean, the first win in D.C. since 2014. Wow. I mean, like, we, yeah, let's get into it. Um, Again, same issues, different game, same script, trash defense, terrible rebounding. Um, We actually shot well from three but didn't shoot enough. Um, no passion, no effort, nobody cared. You just lost to the worst team in the NBA by a large margin. I mean, we just lost to the we, matter of fact, with their ball movement, they they just showed that we are the worst defensive team in the NBA. They cooked us, the fluid ball movement is all it took, little effort is all it took, and we did nothing. I mean, um, let's get into uh, statistics. Obviously, um, out rebounded 52 33. Um, they had 16 turnovers, we only had eight. We didn't capitalize on that. Um, looking at the starting five, let's we'll, we'll start with Kyle Kuzma real quick. Um, obviously, everybody wants to talk about him and Jordan Poole, and I'm and I'm about to give Jordan Poole the, a little bit of smoke in a little bit, so just hear me on out. But we start with Kyle Kuzma, man. Um, again, what can he really say? Um, he got 21 points, but 7 for 21 from the field, 3 for 9 from 3. Now, the numbers I do like from Kyle Kuzma tonight, eight rebounds, four assists, three steals, two blocks, very active, but, I mean, he's not a defensive stopper. You know, he he tries. I'll say this for Kyle Kuzma. He tries. He tries. He's trying to be a leader. He's trying, but it ain't enough, man. It ain't enough. I mean, this is just weird. This is the worst defensive and rebounding team I've ever seen in D.C., ever, and it's not even close. I mean, looking at the rest of the starting five, Tyus Jones, really good game, obviously 22 points, leading all the uh, scores, 9 for 19 from the field, though, 4 for 10 for 3, um, assist numbers 7, decent. Uh, Gaff, I mean, I'm look. i running out of reasons to, to, like, support Gaff, man. Like, look at the numbers. I mean, how many times are we going to give a 15-plus rebound to one guy? I mean, Durant had what? Look look at his stats, man. 19 rebounds. Come on, man. Come on, man. 19 rebounds? Mark Williams had 20? I mean, (laughs) come on, man. Like, it's not all all on Gaff, but can somebody care? Anybody care? Anybody? I mean, come on, man. It's just 19 rebounds. Let's just say something to you. You gave up 19 <laughs> rebounds to the to Durant on the Pistons at home. I mean, it, it's just yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard to even <laughs> follow on that man. Uh, Denny underwhelming, 12 points. Uh, he did shoot eight, four for eight from the field, fifty percent. But um, two rebounds. I'm looking for better numbers there for assists. Definitely looking for better numbers. Two blocks. I'll take that. But Jordan Poole, 16 points. And obviously, you know, we're looking for a lot more, but 16 or 6 for 14 for the field. Um, and outside of 16 points contributed to assists. That's about it. I mean, he got a turnover. Um, and then but so you know, looking at the starting five, man, abysmal, abysmal to the Detroit Pistons. Kyle, man, like I said, I, I like Kyle Kuzma, man. He has been a leader, he has been probably the most consistent guy on the team. But the pocket can't call the kettle black. Like, come on, man. Like, really, don't be that team. We all that team. We just lost to the worst team in the NBA, but and it wasn't even close. Like they smoked us. I mean, on on the defensive end, they just they just showed how bad we really are, man. I mean, so from a player's perspective, e there's not much to say. We look like crap. I mean, we talk all that junk to the Detroit Pistons, and they came into DC and they slapped us around the left and said, "Don't be that team." So, I mean, I guess to try to look at some positive, man. Um, Patrick Baldwin Jr. definitely a guy that needs more minutes after the deadline. I mean his, we we know that with his shooting strokes on he can shoot and he looked good tonight. I like what I see from uh or saw from Patrick Baldwin Jr tonight. And uh look at that few uh Shamit definitely boosted his trade value. He has definitely been looking good lately. I'm um, definitely getting healthy comeback from that injury, man, but even at the second unit, man, Bilal, terrible game. 1 for 4, 2 points. Um Delon Wright, 5 points, forces, that's about it. Kispert, 15 minutes. Eight points. I mean, Baldwin Jr. looked good three for three overall. Gil, he's pretty much a coach at this point. So, I mean, that's it, man. I mean, that's it. I mean, this is just a terrible, terrible showing, man. So, I mean, I don't really have anything positive to say about this game. There was no effort at all. No effort at all. And then, you know, people want to talk about, oh, well, you know, um, this is all part of a rebuild. Okay, fair enough. All right, I want you to go to a construction site, take a brick and put it in the middle of the dirt and, and wait for it to build itself. No, you have to build. It's called a rebuild. It's called building. Again, you have to build on top of that. It starts with a culture. You're, you're in a transitional year. You're going to your first year. You need to build a culture. What is culture playing hard? They're not playing hard. There's no culture. The defense is trash. The rebuilding is trash. Nobody cares. Jordan pulls always in the center. Some daggone controversy, Like every time somebody's mad on the court, who are they yelling at? It's Jordan pool. What's the common denominator here? Look, Bring him in the office, man. Silly, Look, you want to you go somewhere else? Boost your own value. We'll help you out. Because clearly, he don't want to be here. I mean, by now, he knows this ain't his team. By now, he knows what the deal is, man. So this, this whole attitude, you know, thinking it's Golden State, being Hollywood, you know. And, and here's a thing, and I'm about to pass it over, man, because I know I'm, I'm ranting here, man. No, you're good. He,
1: you're, you're he has been, good.
2: He's been playing better. <laughs> he's actually been locked in. But mm-hmm. then you see stuff like this. It's like people are yelling at you for a reason because – you might as well stay in the locker room on defense. He's non-existent. Nobody defends on this team outside of Denny, Bilal, and Delon Wright. That's it. Everybody else can just might as well just stand there and watch what's going on. The, the the veterans have checked out. The young guys are ready to get more playing minutes. The deadline cannot get here fast enough, man. Because I'm ready for a rebuild. Little hammer's I'm ready to see what we can do with this young talent. But the vets are ready to go. I'm telling you right now, Kyle Kuzma mentally, he's ready to go, he's ready to get up out of DC. Every veteran on the team is ready to go, and you know what? Looking at coaching, I- I've had enough. I'm tired of it. You know how you gave this man a fourth-year option? How the defense is non-existent. There's no defensive system. There's no philosophy. Nothing. They, mm-hmm. the, the defense is trash, trash. You got humbled at home by the worst team in the NBA without their star point guard and Bogdanovich. I mean, we played a G League team and got smoked at cap one, man. I mean, what I mean, it's just I'm I'm over it, man. Like, this is a terrible team. We can't rebound, we can't defend. And it is crazy considering you know, West has got a defensive system. What system is that, man? I ask. Because I ain't seen any defense in three years. I haven't seen any adjustments. I don't see any rah-rah. I don't see any effort, no heart, no nothing, no dog, nobody cares. Look. February cannot get here fast enough, man. And so we can truly rebuild and build this culture up, man. But look, at the end of the year, I don't care about no daggone fourth-year option. Look at head coach. Go, You need to take a look at head coach and see if we can get an upgrade because he ain't it. I like yeah. West, but this ain't, this ain't a liking contest. This is a performance-based industry. It ain't happening. So at the end of the year, they need to evaluate head coach. I don't know if you need to promote within the staff. I'll go out and get a guy, man, but I've seen enough. So that's where I'm at, E. Terrible showing. Terrible Mm -hmm. showing, man. No effort. And I get it. It's a rebuild, but you have to play hard. A rebuild is not just standing pat and getting your butt whooped. Especially by the worst team in the NBA. I mean, the chances are they're going to get the number one pick. Because it's so daggone bad. They're setting records for being bad. and But yet no, no. You want to get right, go to D.C., Go to DC, they'll set you up for success because every time somebody has an off year or an off performance, they go to DC, man. They look like the next coming of an all star. So, I mean, it's just, I, I, I'm done. I'm so done. Let's get to the deadline and then we just really start this rebuild off right, man. And my, my bad, I took up the time, man. But I just, it, it, yeah. it, it really gets to me, man, when you don't care, especially when people are trying to just get groceries, man, and spending money, come out and see your butt, <laughs> and you, you can't even play like you want to be here. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would trade situations in the minute, man. Come on now. I will not care. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where I'm at, E.
0: Right. No, no, you're cooking right now. You're cooking, man. I, 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 It's hard for me to even follow up, honestly, because you were just cooking. You were <laughs> preaching MLK Day, for sure. Yeah, man. That was awesome on MLK Day. That's just what we needed to hear, man, for sure. And it's unfortunate. They played like that on MLK Day and in front of Miss um, Ali, who – started yeah. the chili bowl who started you know was a big part of the the chili ben's chili bowl yeah. Uh and getting that going so <laughs> you know it's just a disrespectful performance at home disappointing like you said getting out rebounded by duran alone it felt like Uh, alec burks coming off the bench and putting up 34. alec burks had eight threes that's inexcusable the defense is terrible um matador defense cone defense turnstile defense uh just awful but uh, we're going to get some quick words here, and then we're going to talk a little bit more about the game um, and then get some comments here, too. But uh, before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Better Help. Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing. Right. Maybe you finally organize one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Or maybe you're taking your supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast, too. Therapy helps you helps you find your strengths. So you can just the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. (coughs) Excuse me. It's it's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Also, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. Make sure you guys check out FanDuel. The NFL reg- regular season has already wrapped up and it's playoff time, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel, fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet at layup. <coughs> Excuse me, Fanduel, official partner of the NFL.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Like I always say, the cheat code is every time Every time the Wizards play, whatever big man they play against, you make sure you you um you you take a bet on him getting a double double or getting the over on the rebounds jalen Durant smash his rebounds uh tomorrow or on wednesday i'm sorry thursday we played the knicks so hardenstein or julius Randle. really hardenstein i would take his rebounds or a double double or even go with brunson get his points over he probably will get at least 30 points same thing with jules randall jules randall had 39 last time we played him and Last time we played him, Denny said that, you know, he wasn't that tough to guard. And it's the things – yeah, it's so funny. Like, the jokes make themselves with this team. You know, somebody just (laughs) – I'm sorry. I'm a little under the weather. But Brando72 says, the Wizards are a joke of a franchise. Right now, we kind of are. I'm not going to say kind of. We are. But we're in a rebuilding phase. But the jokes make themselves. Like, Kyle Kuzma in a press conference said, we don't have the personnel to guard. Then he says – don't be that team. We end up being that team. So the jokes write themselves. You know, Jordan Poole, um, he's cut down on the shots in the full moment, throwing the ball at the backboard and, and getting blocked on three-pointers. But still, defensively, De'Lon Wright gets into it with him. Now Kyle Kuzma gets into it, gets into it with Jordan Poole. So <coughs> there's some sort of disconnect there. Jordan Poole, has he played better? Yes, he has. But there's still some, you know, mental mistakes that he makes out there and just defensive effort that, you know, he definitely shows some more effort. There's just some miscommunication between him. Some of the guys on the team, for sure. Uh, but he's trying. He's, he's getting better. But a lot of these guys, yeah, they're not going to be here past, past February. 80th. They're just not. And it's time. And I'm really excited to see what they get in return for some of these guys. If Michael... Uh, if, if Will Dawkins and Michael Winger and Travis Lane were able to get back two seconds and two, yeah. uh Marvin Bagley and Isaiah Levers, who has potential, then imagine what they can do for Kuzma. What they can get back for Kuzma. Potentially get back for Jordan Poole. Potentially get back for uh, Tyus Jones. So... There's a lot of things that I think this front office can make something happen. So I'm excited to see that we have some new, uh, a new front office, innovative front office. That's my only hope with this team right now, and that Blau develops and Denny gets better. But as far as this game, just to finish up on this game, uh, you already said a lot of points. Like <coughs> they clearly got out rebounded, which is just terrible. Just out hustle, out physical, out toughed. Um, Kuzma gets ejected at the end of the game. Yeah, uh, they couldn't guard J- Jay Ivy. They couldn't guard him at all. They couldn't stop him from start to finish. They couldn't stop Burks. Uh, and, and some of the stats are, are crazy too because they shot well from the three point line. They shot forty six percent. They shot ten for eleven from the free throw line, and uh they didn't. They barely turned the ball over. Like we only had the Wizards only had eight turnovers. The the Pistons had sixteen, and they 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 gave up sixty points of the paint. And they got out of fifty-two to thirty-three, so they got dominated all in all facets of the game, just all physical parts of the game. Uh, they just got dominated, and it, it, a lot of it's on coaching too. Wes, if you allow somebody Alec Burks to shoot and knock down eight threes, you got to make adjustments, and he's not out. He's not making any defensive adjustments. You got a lot. You got to either face guard, but I don't care if it's boxing one. You got to, like Nick Nurse in the finals. I don't really care. you got to find a way to get stops. Yeah. Especially when a guy is that hot like that in your own house, 34 points. That's inexcusable. Alec Burks coming off the bench. That's just inexcusable. It really is. And stuff like that, when you let, when you allow stuff that like that to happen, then of course you're going to be seven and 33. So, but I understand it's a rebuild. They're, they're trying to do this on purpose. They're trying to lose games. They want to get the first pick of the draft. They really get draft capital, but at the same time, you want to be competitive and play with heart and have some pride and at least beat some of the teams that you, that you really should beat. So, um, definitely a disappointing loss tonight at home, but, um, yeah, uh, Kuzma getting ejected. He was guarding Ivy. Couldn't really stop him. Got into it with Isaiah Stewart a little bit, got into it with Jordan pool a little bit as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, just, just, just a, a rough game all around for the guys. Tyus Jones. I thought he played pretty well, 22 points tonight. And, uh, Bobby Marks said his trade value is really good. So that's, that's good to hear. So I do think they're going to get something back for uh, something valuable back for Tyus Jones. If, uh, Will Dawkins can work something Now, The only bright spot tonight, I guess, like like you said, Pat Baldwin Jr., he had all threes tonight. <coughs> three for three for the three-point line. But the question mark for him is is can he do anything else? And Landry yeah, Schmidt yeah. shot the ball well tonight, too. It's like if if the three-point shot is not falling for Baldwin, what else is he doing? Is he going to rebound? Is he going to defend? Can he pass? Can he put the ball on the floor? Kind of like Bertans. I'm not going to compare him to Bertons, but it's like, you know, when you're oh. not hitting threes, what else are you doing? So, but I'm happy that Paul Pat Baldwin played well, but that's just a question mark for him. He is a three point specialist. Johnny Davis got one minute tonight. I guess that was kind of late in the garbage time. And then, um, Hamidou Gi- Giallo got one minute tonight. So, Hamidou, he, he should play a little bit more, honestly. And, uh, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to see what Bagley does. And then Gaffer got injured. He got hit in the head. So, we'll see if he plays next game. But yeah, I mean, every time he goes up against an, another big that's stronger than him, or plays with physicality, it's it's usually 20 and 20 or 25 and 15 boards, 25 and 18 boards, or a big and 50, 60, 40 points. And that's just kind of what you expect. And like I said, we're both fans of Gafford, but when you just have him out there, it's going to be a long night. and The other team's big is going to have all-star career night.
2: Yeah, and is that what you want to see. It's not even good for his development as far as a player. Like you said, you know, and we both agree on this, man, that he struggles when he goes against more athletic, stronger bigs. But let's be real. That's 98% of the NBA. Like, it's 98% of the league. Like, I, I, I like that, but he's a backup. He's not a starter. He's a backup. I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not it. And that, that's what I'm saying, rebuild, is that you have to build on top of what a foundation is, man. You know, instead of just throwing a brick in the middle yard and say, oh, The house is just going to build itself. No, it's not going to build itself. You have to instill the culture. That's the first thing you do, instilling culture, a culture of winning, a culture of playing hard, playing to win. You know, regardless if you win or not, playing to win is a dub because of what you're trying to do. You're trying to develop young talent. You're trying to give them good tendencies, good habits. And we're not doing that. You know, the coaching has to be changed. I mean, because you see too many issues. You see so much bad body language on the court that – under certain coaches, but not to happen, you know. And, and it's not just pool, you know, Obviously, pools has so many issues here. that just I mean, you look at this or Denny, Denny, and arguing, man. Stop arguing, get down to court. That's another issue I got. You know, stop arguing, get down to court. Because while you're down there arguing, it's four against five in transition, and you wonder why we're trash in transition because he always has one guy at the end of the court yelling. I mean, it's, it's so much bad body language with this with this coaching staff. I'm not even gonna say the staff is that. Wes Anderson Jr. has to stamp his foot down and take control of the locker room and stop letting the players take control of the locker room for you. Because, you know, yeah, it's nice to have Coos as a leader, but no, the first voice in the room needs to be the head coach. Three years, he three years that defense has not gotten better, the players are not responding. How many years are we going to have issues with people arguing? You're the coach. Shore that up. That's embarrassing. You know, look, you best believe MLK Day – the owner was out there. The whole front office was out there. Anybody who's a who's who within this organization was out there today, and they watched your star player, if you call him that, argue with Jordan Poole, the key acquisition of the offseason. So it's just it, it's it, it needs trade. Everybody who has that has value, and let's rebuild this team. Enough is enough, man. Because the vest don't want to be here, and, and it's fine, cool. Go find the championships elsewhere. But it's time to give a lot of these young guys playing minutes, man. You know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. I'm with you. If he, I mean he can shoot, but that's about it. <laughs> and when you start comparing Davis Bertans. Lord have mercy, <laughs> that really hurts your heart, man. Because that that dude, man, Lord, it's not to get on Davis Bertans. But I, 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 like I said, I'm ready for rebuild. I'm ready to start over. I'm I'm all in. I got my seatbelt on. I'm ready to roll. The biggest thing is culture, man. Playing hard, they're not playing hard. They're they're, they're they checked out. And like I said, I try to look at things for different lenses, right? People right now are hurting, man. Like to be able to spend gas, the ticket, the daggone high price, daggone food, the parking outside of the arena. I mean, there's so much money you put down for a NBA ticket, man. And for you to just sit there and say, "Oh, I'm just not gonna try." So why should we try? Why should I drive my daggone butt an hour and 40 minutes to go to Capital One if you're not even gonna play hard, man? Like that's a slap in the face. It really is because people out here are hurting and you're not gonna try. I, I'm. I wish I could be a millionaire and I try. I'm just saying. I wish I. I, I wish I could have that problem. Hey, I, I'm just being hundred with it, man. It, it's it's really difficult because a lot of us are ready for a rebuild. We're ready to see the next area in Wizards basketball. We've got the front office. You know, I've nothing against the front office. So, oh shit, they're doing all the right things at this point. It's the players. You don't care to find we can we can go ahead and help you out with that. Send them on their way. Let's was do the youth movement. And that's where I'm at. I've seen enough. I, I'm I'm ready for the trade deadline. And that's what I'm looking forward to. To be a totally one hundred with you, Eve. So I'm done, man. <laughs>
0: right i mean yeah they, they clearly checked out they're ready to move on they're ready to go to cancun they're ready to go on, on vacation um we know where their heads are out Where their heads right and it's it's weird because <coughs> they just had a good game you see Atlanta Hawks. of so hawks yeah. it's like they got a good game to build off Denny almost had a triple double kuzma played locked in he had 25 29 points something like that and then uh pool had a good game just the whole team overall had a, had a good game everybody played well so but then to come out here and just play like that was you know, it, it's just that's just how they've been this year, and they're they're seven and thirty three for a reason. Seven and thirty two, and they probably will be seven thirty three, seven and thirty three on Thursday. <laughs> so you know, we'll just get that out the way. But yeah, they they right. they they just ha- they have to get a top top two pick, really top three pick, and they gotta they gotta hit a home run in this draft.
2: Yeah, I think that these next two drafts are very pivotal, man. Especially for this team, man. There's there's, there's talent there, and there's talent that in this year's draft that you can develop. And Cooper Flag, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You know, so we there's there's potential for drafts coming up. I think that there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. The front office is solid, man. But we just gotta get to the deadline because you're gonna see is what the mo is going to the deadline. You're gonna see games like this. They have checked out. So um, we're gonna get into comments, man. Before we do. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, except for if you're a Wizards fan, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is very scary, especially if you're a parent. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than having one of my children, my wife, a friend of mine, a family member, period, getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication that they needed. So thankfully, We'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among a lot of others. This stuff can happen to any of us. I'm trying to tell you. So all you have to do is visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost, which is key. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So, all you got to do, guys, is go to jspedical.com and use promo code Locked On to get $20 off your first purchase.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll probably do two or three. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, guys. We'll, we'll probably do five. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and, uh, and, and <laughs> you know, am going to read the comments tomorrow because I'm not going to jinx it. Tomorrow, we should be having a guest on from Locked On Pistons. Uh, Kuka Hill from the Locked On Pistons. Just to do a a recap of the trade just kind of talk about what we're getting in marvin bagley or what to expect how his time in detroit was same thing with isaiah livers and then he'll of course probably he'll probably ask us about gallo and scala he may not he may not because he probably doesn't think they're going to get much from them anyway so he may not even ask us about them. but we're going to ask him about the guys that we got just so we can get some insight about you know what we're going to get or expectations yeah, he's like Gallo. That's a dude with the the walker with the tennis balls, right? I said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gallo and Muscala. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll start off with uh, well, Edward Moore. We don't. There's not much to say that one, but uh, he says lost the worst team in NBA history. And at least we are one loss closer to that first bit. Yeah, um, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> right now we're battling with the Pistons for the first week of the draft. Yeah. I'm um, just looking at some of the standings here, the lottery, where we stand. My phone is loaded I'm pretty sure where the the yeah, it's it's between us, the Spurs and the Pistons and the Charlotte Hornets. So they're eight and twenty-nine, we're seven and thirty two. We're tied with the with the Spurs at seven and thirty-two. And then Detroit's four and thirty-two. So there is some <laughs> excuse me, competition. Portland's ten and twenty-nine. So there is competition for that first pick of the draft, for sure. Um, and it's going to be tough. So, uh, with our luck, hopefully we don't end up with the ninth pick. I don't want to jinx it. But, you know, that's what we've gotten in the past. The past, the ninth, We got the ninth pick twice and then the tenth pick. But, um, and then I want to say we got, what, like the seventh or eighth with Bilal. But, yeah, there's there's some competition for that first week of the draft. There's definitely some competition. Oh, yeah. Really <laughs> bad people. Yeah, that's the
2: only competition we're rolling with, man, I mean, right. for yeah, that no. first pick. Um, I don't th- I don't see us getting that higher pick like we usually do, man. There's a lot of talent in this draft. Uh, I know I know a lot of people are down on the draft, but I think there's a lot of potential as far as players, <coughs> who you can develop in this draft, man. I think that with the top five, you can't lose. I mean, obviously, a lot of us want Alex R. I think that a lot of us think that center needs to be the next position to be the emphasis on the team, and I, I agree with that, that a point guard. But, I mean – between him, Ron Holland, I mean, the list goes on. Mozilla's, I mean, Dylan Hammond, Kentucky's looking good. A lot of talent, man. So I definitely think that we're going to do well in the draft. Let's we'll see. Uh, the Truth said, Kuzma was about to fight JP on the court, and we get blown out by the Pistons. Worst game of the season. I mean, it's not a good look. I mean, like I said before, E, I mean, MLK Day, anybody who's relevant in his organization was there today. And you saw Kuzma fighting again with Jordan Poole. And, and, and that's why, if you notice, man, It was such a change when, at the beginning, when we first acquired Jordan Poole, a lot of people were excited to say, you know, to the point where they're calling him maybe the next great player to play for the Wizards in the lines of Gilbert Arenas, John Wall. And then it it was like 20 games later. (laughs) Look, we don't view him as a long-term asset (laughs) as far as being here, man. We're ready to move on. It tells you a lot about his attitude. He's a young guy, man. You know, I'm blessed enough to be able to interview him. Um, Young guy, man. Young guy. A lot of fire, but. Here's the thing, man. This ain't Golden State, bro. Like, you know, you, you. This is DC, and we may be trash, but you're trying to build something here, and that, and it comes with playing hard. You checked out. What's that? What's that telling everybody else around the league about you, Jordan Poole? When you checked out on a team that's hot garbage, like, I mean, why would I bring you to an organization to contend for a championship if you checked out on that team? I mean, do us a favor, do yourself a favor, get your value up, and then, boom, we will get you that ticket to dollars. <laughs> that's it.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, Jordan Poole, I think, I think like like you said, I think he's a a good guy. <coughs> you got to talk to him in person. Uh, I think he means well and all that. So, and I don't know what they're arguing about. You know, we don't know word for word what they're saying, but this is the third guy to argue with Jordan Poole in during the game. So you know, we've seen some of the stuff on the sideline where you know, he wasn't looking at, looking at the clipboard and he's changed since then for sure. He makes, he makes sure that he's locked into the clipboard and whatever was until junior is trying to tell him. <coughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Why is, why are three players going back and forth with Jordan Poole right now? You know, this is the third time and we haven't even got to the all-star break yet or to the, the NBA trade deadline yet. So uh, it, it certainly is interesting. Kuzma this time. Now Kuzma, and somebody 757 finest and saying kuzma arguing pool as if he didn't go 7 for 21 is so hypocritical not a true leader and the media is going to bring up his comments about the business earlier this year yeah <laughs> as they should as they should talk about kuzma's comments we talked about it already a, a lot you know where he said don't be that team but um yeah kuzma yeah sometimes he he, he you know he's trying to be a leader he's trying but you know he got two tags got thrown out of the game so this team, we just have to weather the storm with this team this year, get through this team, get through this season, and then just you know the get through the trade deadline, see how much we can get out of Bilal this first year, develop him as much as we can. Danny's been improving, and then look forward to the draft. We just got to get through this season, honestly. That, that's what we got to do, and and see what we can get back for some guys. You know, some guys' value has has gone up. I think Tyus Jones. I think he's worked his value up where I think you could possibly, possibly get a late first at best. You can get a good player in return, a couple picks. Um, and then Kuzma, I think you can get a first. <laughs> and then Jordan Poole, I'm just not too sure. But I think I think Will Dawkins definitely will work his magic to get some type of assets back for these guys.
2: Yeah, I, I agree, man. Um, if you look at the move for Bagley, how you were able to get two second-round picks for guys who, quite frankly, we were going to buy out tells you that the light mm-hmm. is definitely at the end of the tunnel, man. This front office is going to build this team. You know, there's a lot of talent in the next three drafts. A lot of talent, man. So we're going to be all right, man. It's just getting to that point. You know, I'm I'm done with the veteran part of this season. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the development phase, I'm looking forward to the second half of the year. I'm looking forward to it, man, because I really want to see how a lot of these young guys play with extended minutes. I'm excited <laughs> to see Denny and Blau in the same lineup. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this rebuild. It's just it's tough watching guys not care. You know what I mean? And and it's just – it's a culture thing. And, yeah, but the light is definitely at the end of the tunnel, you know. But, yeah, I mean, him arguing with Poole, I mean, it's not – you can't really say too much when you're so hesitant on that jump shot and you're shooting seven for 21. Like, sometimes it just feels like Kuz shuts down driving the lane and attacking the basket and just relies so much on that jumper. And it hurts him and it hurts the team. So – I think we all know why they're yelling at Jordan Poole. I mean, de- defensively, yeah. I mean, we're terrible defense, and he's putting no effort to defense, so it's it's pissing people off. I <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm ready for some changes, man.
0: Yeah, and what I will say, because you talked about how people thought he was going to be a cornerstone or a franchise player or an all star, and you know, Kevin Garnett <coughs> came out and said that he thought he was going to be James Harden. You know, so I mean, that's how far we've come, but. Jordan Poole has played better. He was getting booed in the beginning of the year. He's getting booed off the court. Um, no, not off the court, but he was just getting booed by Wizards fans at home. It was that bad at that point. But he he has improved. He has improved defensively. He he's he's a cone in a turnstile. So we we just you know he he just he has to put more effort on the defensive end. Yeah,
2: but you know, like I said, changes are coming. But <clears throat> I I remain optimistic. I do. I think that we we're, we're definitely headed towards rebuilding his team, man, it's just getting to that trade deadline. And like I said, you know, for Gallo and Muscala, I did not think we were going to be able to get much. You know, I thought they mm-hmm. would definitely buy out candidates. They got a couple of second-round picks and two very intriguing young players. I mean, Marvin Bagley. I get a lot of people are alone to him, uh, Sacramento, Detroit. But let's be real, he can score in the paint. He can rebound. We definitely need that. We need both of that. And Livers, man, keep an eye off Livers. Like I said, um, you know, we extend that qualifying offer, he becomes a restricted free agent. We can, keep, we can keep him around, and we can probably do it on the cheap. He's a guy who can shoot, he can play. So, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see who we get back as far as assets and players in return. But, you mm-hmm. know, this is going to be a really fun-to-watch young team. We're not going to be very good. But if you're in it to win it long term and you want to see these guys play hard, which these young guys are doing, you know, you're seeing Bilal put a lot of effort in there. So, you know, you're seeing the right things as far as the young guys on this team. So, we'll see. I think it's going to be a very exciting team to watch in the second half, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, um, and then somebody from Israel says a great decision (coughs) making by Wes uh, cooling down your hottest player who scored your team's first uh, eight points. So uh, he's he's talking about Denny. Denny did have a good first first quarter. He played really well in the first quarter, and then he did kind of cool off a little bit. Um, Wes has been known to cool some guys down who have been hot. like Even when Jordan Poole was hot in one game, he took him out. (laughs) I <laughs> assume didn't put him back in with like three minutes left. I forgot which game that was. Um, Bullets Nation says Daniel Gaffer has to go. No way you get get outplayed by all of Detroit's bigs. Tyson shouldn't shoot 19 times on this team. Obviously, has something against J.P., so unprofessional. Uh, yeah, um, a lot of the points you said Daniel Gaffer has to go. I mean, he's just not in, in the role that he's really suited for. Yeah, You know, I think he's a really, really good backup big. Or if he's going to start, you got to have a really good backup big that can help him out, or another big that can help him out. Because him just being your only big is just it's it's setting it's setting the team up for failure. You got to have more depth. You got to have more physicality. um, Because a lot of guys that come here, we talk about all the time, they're going to have 15 rebounds automatically, 20 rebounds. Duran should have had 20 boards. He ended up with 18, (laughs) but should he should have had 20? Unfortunately,
2: Duran should have been a wizard. Let's be real. (laughs) I was going to be 100. Durant should have been a wizard. He was drafted what 13th? We got who at ten? I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm throw that out there. But um, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's part of a long list of bigs who have had career nights against Daniel Gafford. You know, we know what it is. We both are fans of him. I like Daniel Gafford; very likable guy, man. But as far as on the court, he he is best served as a second unit center. He just because he's not really good at one on one defending the paint. He is great at help defense and in pain. And, you know, if you ever look at his game as far as defensively, great help defender, man, but he's just not it. So we'll see. His name's been connected, too. I mean, I know the Knicks right now, and I know that's the biggest name right now as far as uh, Daniel Gaff. but they need a replacement for Mitchell Robinson. And Hardenstein's been playing good, man, but they're trying to make a playoff run. We'll see. You know, in my opinion, outside of the young core, everybody's a tradeable asset. And with these type of performances, you know, why would you want some of these guys here? If you're not going to play hard, then – go
0: somewhere else so that's what i got to say about it uh, right um dan that says man Duran was right there in the draft yeah so you know i mean i think johnny 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 had a great college career just like a lot of guys did but yeah Jalen Duran was right there at the time i don't think we were, we were gonna get a center because you know we have porzingis so and yeah. gafford so that was the thing at the time that's why i was kind of iffy on getting Duran. but of course in hindsight it's like yeah would you take Duran? a hundred percent you would take Duran at this time for sure. He'd probably be a top if you had to do a redraft, he's probably at least top eight. If I look at it if I look at it on paper again, he's probably at least a top six pick, top five oh, yeah. pick for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, the way he's playing. I mean he's playing really good ball. He's just on a on a, on a bad team. But um yes, Asia, I do basketball as well, not just football. <laughs> you know, so um I, I do I do basketball as well. So thank you for watching. And Lamar Odom says, dang, Brandon not having it. So a lot of people <laughs> To get some brand brands cooking, you know, I gotta get off my chest, man. Like, <laughs> that was a tough game, man. Right? So, yeah, we didn't get a chance to get everybody's comment. I'm not gonna say we're gonna get into everybody's comment in the next uh episode, but you know, um, we're, we're gonna try to get to him another time for sure. Maybe, maybe uh, Wednesday night, but tomorrow night, we got a guest okay. coming on from Locked on Pistons. So, if you guys have any questions for him. You can comment them down below in the video or in our community tab. Let us know, and uh, we'll definitely ask them many questions that you guys have about Marvin Bagley. Brandon, he might, if they have, like, a press conference for Bagley coming up, Brandon, you might be down there too. So if you guys want to send some questions Brandon's way, our way, you know, whatever, Brandon will definitely ask in person because now he has insight <laughs> at the facility, <laughs> at the games, press conference, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be down there pretty soon. I haven't had a chance to go down there. I'm going to get
2: down there soon. Oh, yeah. Come on down, man. We have a ball, man. So, yeah, we got insight. I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, don't let this loss get you down, man. I mean, the, the light is definitely the end of the tunnel. Uh, we're going to get this rebu- uh, rebuild going right. We just got to get through this period, man. We we, we all knew it was going to be a tough period with a lot of these vets. So, we're starting to make deals. And if this front office can make a deal with two round picks for two guys that we thought we were going to buy out, we definitely have good times ahead of us, man. So keep the faith, man, and definitely appreciate you guys showing up tonight, man. And we'll definitely see you guys next time, man. So yes, we'll go sir, ahead and we'll go ahead and call it. Um, so hey, man, wherever you guys get your podcast, five star review is much appreciated. And on the YouTube side, man, definitely like subscribe if you're not a member of Locked On, which is definitely consider it, man. We have a lot of fun on here, man. We chop it up, we keep it 100. No company lines around here, man. We definitely keep it 100 on here. So definitely rock with us. Um, So, hey, everybody, hail to the Wizards, and see you guys next time. And peace.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.